Welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave, where we chat with amazing women within the worlds of sports, fitness, wellness, and business who aren't afraid to keep it real. Every week, we talk careers, relationships, and most importantly, the practice of self-care. Uncensored and unapologetic, you'll walk away from every episode with real-life takeaways and advice. No BS or fluff. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 21 of the Rebel Babe Cave. I am Crystal. I am so excited you guys are here, and it's my birthday in a couple of days. We're not going to talk about how old I am, but (laughs) I'm excited. I'm going to do a pretty big giveaway, like a pretty exciting giveaway on my birthday. So if you already follow me on Instagram at Rose X-T-A-L-R-O-S-E, that is where you will find my giveaway. Super pumped up about it. It's going to be epic. I kind of hate that word epic, (laughs) but it's going to be really cool. So make sure that you are following me so you can check it out. If you are a subscriber to this podcast, you may have noticed that There are several of mini episodes that have been coming your way over the past few days, and those are going to keep coming. Those are called Self-Love Sunday. They actually started over a year ago. I decided to start documenting my self-love journey and sharing through weekly emails. So obviously, I have a ton of these built up, and I decided why not turn them into podcast episodes? I get a ton of emails every week from women telling me how helpful it has been for them. Just like, this is what I needed to hear. And so I thought, why not take all of those little bites and put them into little mini episodes, no intro music, no fluff, just get it on out there. And maybe it's a good way to start your mornings And I just thought it would be a cool additional series for the podcast. So let me know what you guys think about it. I am kind of excited (laughs) to hear what you guys think. So this week, I have the females of fortitude on the show today, Caitlin Schuft and Shai Franklin. They are two chicks who I think they got really sick of the fitness industry and the superficiality of it. And so they decided to create a place, a community for women to hang out basically and talk all things fitness and get real tangible, legitimate advice, not crap. So I love these girls. They're super cool, super fun. We just kind of shoot the shit a little bit and talk all things fitness. Caitlin and Shy developed a relationship through multiple Facebook groups But their mutual love for powerlifting and a no-nonsense approach to training and nutrition is what ultimately bonded them for life. After being in a multitude of other fitness groups that didn't seem to give women what they truly needed, Females of Fortitude was founded in the last hours of 2018. Females of Fortitude is more than just another Facebook fitness group. It has become a mindset for many of its members, compelling women to ditch excuses, fad diets, low calories, and endless cardio. Founded on the notion that women can become healthier, 
stronger, and happier versions of themselves through developing healthy and sustainable habits. They strive to teach women how to find their way, how to gain and keep focus, and how to push through all of life's curveballs. Caitlin and Shai, welcome to the Rebel Babe Cave. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? You excited? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Yes, thank you. I'm excited to have you guys here. So normally, we start out with GGB, which is goals, gratitude, and badassery. Basically, what your goals are currently, what you're grateful for, and something you've done recently that you're proud of or you think is pretty badass. And we'll have this way so we don't step on each other. We'll have Caitlin, you say yours, and then Shy, but we can do goals first. Okay, so my personal goals then? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because I'm big into lifting, I want to increase my total enough to be competitive at the world level. I feel I'm competitive at at a national level, but I really want that world level total. And that would be in the squat, bench, and dead, deadlift. I love it. <laughs> Shai, what about you? Uh, my main primary goals right now are just to be able to build my nutrition coaching business because I, I love helping people. When I get messages that are like, thank you for helping me realize I can uh, reach my aesthetic goals while eating bagels or mm-hmm. like I went out to eat with my family. I didn't have all this food stress. Like, I want to I want to grow that and have more people in the female of fortitude group and army that you know they live life to the fullest and aren't held back by these crazy nutrition ideals. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about gratitude? So I am extremely thankful for my home gym because getting out of an actual gym environment was it was very stressful for me. There's no powerlifting gyms around me. So they, I, they ha- I had to go to commercial or boutique gyms. Mm. So th- that was a very stressful situation for me. And I'm also very grateful for my family's support in my chosen sport, <laughs> extracurricular activity, if you will. Awesome. And shy. I, I mean, I'm obviously grateful for the opportunity be on the podcast and get our name out there and I'm also you know when I think I think about it a lot actually I'm I'm so grateful for my home my home state of Idaho it's such a beautiful place there's there's something for everyone here aside from you know oceanfront property but I live for being outside in the mountains and we have it right out our back door all right and bad assery (laughs) (laughs) so I think it's really badass that I recently became a USPA referee so that I can give back to the sport that I'm passionate about. And I'm really excited to start refereeing meets this summer. I think one of the things I'm most proud of in the past year was my elk hunt because it was really challenging. It was so exhausting mentally, physically, emotionally, and to be able to keep up with my husband and his friend who are just like complete mountain goats. It was just, it was an experience. And I, you know, on the mountain the whole time, I'm like, screw this. I'm never doing it again. And then afterwards I'm like, okay, when do we, when do we go next? (laughs) 
Oh, my husband won't stop talking about <laughs> an, uh, this elk hunt that he hasn't yet gone on or what, I don't know who even knows when yeah. it will happen. But <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So females of fortitude, this is a group you guys started it. It's actually, for those of you listening, it's actually a pretty cool group. It's obviously fitness focused. I haven't seen any any catty, hateful, crazy shit in there. In case maybe I missed it, but it seems like a really cool um There place. was one and it kinda it I ended it. Yeah. 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 I removed them. I ended up ultimately removing the member and and uh, and I'm I'm that's just not what we're about. Right. Yeah. I think it's hard when you have, you know, especially like groups of women, I think there's so much there with just insecurities and like even just having like past experiences with women. So you're always like kind of on your guard. And I think having everyone in a group together can definitely get tricky. How do you guys like navigate that to make sure everything stays happy? We have our rules in place and our guidelines are right there and, you know, full view when you join the group and we expect everybody to read them and understand them and abide by them. And I don't think we've ever been like, Hey, this is your warning or you're out. I, I'm pretty sure Katie's just been like, you're gone. Cause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have time for that, you know? Yeah. I think if you're mean, it's kind of like, they're like, what kind of warning should you even get? You know, if you're just kind of mean. Right. Yeah. Right. And like we, you said, we, I, we never oh, had somebody that was actually blatantly mean. I think it's, it's more, it, differing opinions and like I said we have the the rules posted at the the guidelines posted at the top of the page so they're there every time you go to the group you can read them if you're unclear (laughs) yeah you're unclear (laughs) I love it so you guys are shy do you do you do any competitive lifting at all I do yeah, I compete locally around here in powerlifting, and I've done a, a few, and they're, they're, they're so much fun. And the community here is really small, but we do have a bunch of just awesome people in it. So it's a good experience. That's really cool. I don't do any sort of competing whatsoever <laughs> or have interest it's, in it, but <laughs> it's an I, hobby. Yeah, I mean, you know, I find it really fascinating. Um, especially, you know, Caitlin, you said that you, you know, you compete at the national level and you want to go to worlds. Like that's me. I do not. I do not compete at the national level. I haven't yet. I have a total that is like I'm qualified for a national level, but I don't right. feel that I'm I'm ready to go to a national level yet. But if you have a total, that is, why wouldn't you? Because there's other people that have totals that are better than mine. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm th- maybe at the end of the year. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I want to get stronger. So what is like the craziest thing that you guys see like day to day in terms of the fitness world? Cause I think like when you're really in it and you like, you know, shy, you're a coach and you know, Kayla, yeah. you're like in the world, you know? So like, I'm sure you guys see a lot of wild stuff just coming out of the mouths of people all around the internet. So like, what is the most, what do you think is like the craziest thing that's going around right now that just makes you be like, oh, I'm going to let Shai answer this one first. <laughs> I, I personally think the, so keto was making its way back a little bit. It was popping back up and getting popular. And I'm not saying, hey, I hate that diet and I think you should burn it. But it is created 
it was created specifically for a medical condition and it, you know, it has helped people with certain medical conditions, but in it's progressed into carnivore, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is no vegetables, no fruit. It's just people say, Oh, you know, humans, we don't need fiber. It's unnecessary, which I haven't yet found the science that backs that and says it's a good idea. Right. So in essence, like any sort of still crazy restrictive fad diet and they're still, they're still rearing their ugly heads. And I'm just, I want them to go away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the carnivore diet just reminds me of the old Atkins diet. Like everything I've heard yeah. and read about it, it just, it's just the like eggs and bacon and steak and well, butter. And, and you have people in the big, I'm not going to say their names, but they're big name people in the fitness community who are doing it mm-hmm. and saying how it's amazing. But I think that's irresponsible because they've said it themselves too, that it's not something they think that they can do sustainably forever, which is, then why are you doing it? Right. You know, you're, so. It's kind of a big red flag for, I think, pretty much any diet is if you can't really do this or a variation of it for life, then why? Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because you're most likely going to gain all of it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, with influencers, I don't know, but the term influencer has become so yucky, I feel like. Oh, it has. I'm so tired of influencers. Because <laughs> yeah. I think... unquote, fitness influencers. <laughs> right, because at the end of the day, if a, if a fitness influencer says it, it must be true. And who cares if it's backed by science? And then people go and then do it. And then there are people like us who have to undo the damage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> The public isn't really getting the full truth of what these fitness influencers are really doing to achieve the results that they are actually, that they are getting and that they're saying that, that you could possibly get if you follow their programming or their diet or whatever it is that they're peddling. Right. Which is, I mean, in a sense, you know, I've seen where there are women who compete and like follow along. They just blind, blindly. follow along without knowing, okay, well, maybe they did this, this, and this, and it's not exactly what they said they did. Right. Well, I think we take a lot of things for face value. You know, people say, oh, I did this, or this took me, you know, I've seen some really quick transformations that I feel like are pretty unrealistic. And it leaves, I think it leaves women feeling less than just like bad about themselves that they're not able to achieve that <laughs> yes in 12 weeks right when you know they're not getting all of the information mm-hmm. they don't know what crazy thing that person has done to get to and then this person is just like oh I'm, they said to eat clean and i look why don't i look like them right I, I think the biggest one right now is people joining crossfit because they think they're gonna look like katrine or annie's <laughs> daughter or, you know, whoever, and you're not like, even if you did CrossFit for five years, and you ate good, and you blah, 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 you will probably never be Annie Thor's daughter. Like right. she is medically up here, you know, for this sport. So it's just, I hope more people understand that. So do you think that's more of a, a desire or a fear? Or do you think both that you've seen? If I do CrossFit, I'll look like Annie Thor's daughter. Oh, no. Or if I do CrossFit, I'll look like Annie Thor's daughter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think it's an oh, yeah. But I think I guess there's women that, I mean, I had a client come to me saying that she 
didn't want to, she wanted to be lifted up by a man, not look like she could lift a man. Mm. And I, I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I would suggest I think, not eating protein and not building muscle, but sure. <laughs> I think that there's a misconception as to women think that just by picking up one weight, they're going to look like a man. Mm-hmm. And what they, they fail to realize is that it takes a lot of time under the barbell and with your nutrition dialed in to, to really see those heavy results, those gains. Yeah. Even if you do spend years doing it, especially if you're a natural athlete, you're never going to look like a man. Right. You're just going to have well-developed muscle. So, which, quit. which some people think in their tiny little brains is <laughs> manly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in the era of the dad bod, are visible muscles even manly? Well, I wasn't going to go there, but I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I well, see a how, lot of how can muscles be manly when women have them? Right. And a lot right. of men don't have them. <laughs> At so, least so that know. we can see. Right. <laughs> yes. I, I do feel like a lot of the people who um well we'll say men, for example, a lot of the men who say that women look manly that have muscles don't aren't showing them themselves. So I think it's an insecurity thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it's an insecurity thing on, on both sides as well. It's not just men being insecure. It's women too. They're, they're, they're just insecure about their bodies. And I think that's what we're trying to help them with is to be less insecure and maybe not accept where they are, but accept that they can change where they are and get better. I have a story actually. And I can totally, and I used to be, I wouldn't ever seek out someone on the internet and be a jerk. But I remember when Joe Dirt, the movie came out and uh, the actress who played Brandy and I was so insecure and down on myself and my body at that time that when I saw her, I was like, she looks like a man. She's gross. And, you know, I get it because it it all came from a safe, a place of just like hating my own self. And now I look at her and I'm like, damn, you know, she had it, has it, whatever going on. So I get it. I think that's very specific to the fitness world too, because outside of the fitness world, it's a little bit different. Like before, way before I ever got into fitness, I would see like, you know, a super hot chick and I'd be like, she's a whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my because, God. because I was like so insecure, you know, like how dare this girl show up and be like prettier than me or, or make me feel like I wasn't that pretty. And then it just all yeah. automatically boom. So I think yeah, that that happens. Well, my go-to insecurity is if a girl's stronger than me, she's on steroids. <laughs> That's my go-to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that it's not true most of the time, but you know, you get, that's my insecurity. Yeah. We are like, fuck her. She's on steroids. <laughs> yep, yeah. She's crazy. She's on pegs. We all, we all on the Anovar. <laughs> yeah, the Anovar. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, how do you guys feel about that? Because like, I, I personally am not 100% sure on where I stand on the whole drug situation. I mean, I have zero need to take drugs. I just don't. <laughs> Definitely not competing. And if you look at my body right now, we are not shredded. So, <laughs> 
But at the same time, like, I feel like there are certain instances where I like, I don't care, you know, if you're not selling stuff or you're not, you know, competing or whatever. Like, what do you guys think about it in, in, in your world? I definitely don't care if people choose to use performance enhancing drugs, if it's allowed by their sport or their federation, Mm. like the federation that I compete in USPA, there are two sections. One is a drug tested section and the other is a non-drug tested section. And there are people who, who don't use that compete in the in the non-drug tested section. I'm one of them because sometimes there's not a drug tested meat around, but we have that option. If there are competitors who, who choose to use, then, then there's that option for them. And then we also have the option to compete only drug tested. And I think, and the only time that I think that it's cheating is, is if you cycle off of them and compete drug tested. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about those worlds. I, so I'm very fascinated um, <laughs> that there is like a, a division that you can, the YOLO, take whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. And there's actually, there's other, there's so many federations in powerlifting that they don't test at all. So. And I mean, it's not like, I guess it doesn't matter if people disclose whether they do or not, if they're not, if they're competing, uh, not drug tested then. I'm assuming. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then my, the other issue that I have with it, one of the main issues that I have with people that are using performance enhancing drugs is using them and then claiming that they're not using them. And they just have all these people fooled into thinking that they achieved those results naturally. Right. So that's, that's kind of where I have an issue. But if you come out and just say, yeah, I, I use, you don't even have to say what you use, then I think that that, that level of trust is something that I respect more. Hmm. Yeah, integrity. I would think there would be a huge fear of admitting that just in general, though. They're very taboo. So, mm. I mean, yeah. It is taboo, but there are a lot of athletes who don't have a problem admitting it. Oh, no. So... Especially, and there's a, quite a few female athletes that are pretty open about it too. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. A list after this. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't, like, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. I don't think that it's necessarily Ill, like illegal to be right. on them if you're under a doctor's supervision. Oh, so, well, yeah, you can get prescribed. Like, especially men can get TRT. You know, and I don't know. I just remember watching that movie, God, what's the title? Faster, Bigger, Stronger, whatever, the Mark Bell one. I think there was a cancer patient in it saying how Anabar essentially... Saved his life. Saved his life because it helped preserve and build his muscle mass. Right. He doesn't understand why they're illegal when it can be so helpful for someone who actually needs it. Gotcha. Interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, Yeah, but... You know, like Caitlin said, I don't care as long as you're honest about it and then you're not trying to sell something to someone like a program saying, hey, you can get these results if you just eat and train like me. You know? Right. right. Yep. Because even without saying you can look like me if you do my program, if you're putting out a program, people are going to assume that's what you right. do. Do my program, lift for two hours and then go run six miles. 
okay. <laughs> like, all right, well, how about no? <laughs> Seriously. I think that just negated all of my lifting. Yeah. I mean, also like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think there's a lot of people though that are putting stuff out there. Like anyone can be a trainer now. Anyone can be a nutrition coach. Anyone can write a program. I mean, I don't think people under, I think people just want to act like they're an expert and like feel good about themselves for being an expert as opposed to like really genuinely wanting to help people. You actually, there's a few fitness celebrities that are not certified personal trainers and have no training background Mm -hmm. aside from just working out that have put out eBooks and training programs. Oh yeah. I don't doubt that. I can probably think of a few off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah. It is sketchy. I mean, like I personally am not a, um, you know, I have a CrossFit level one. I did CrossFit kids. You know, I didn't, I didn't get a personal training certification. If you come over to my house and you lift like garbage yeah. and fix you, like, you know, I'm all about proper movement patterns and whatnot, but I don't have a desire or a joy in training. Right. Uh, when my nutrition clients ask me for lifting advice and whatnot, I can, I give them like a surfacey or I direct them to a program. I'm like, you know what? This person's excellent. Go to them. Sure. Because one, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Nutrition coaching alone can be mentally pretty taxing. So adding all the personal training stuff to it too, you're just like. Yeah. It's like, I, I, you know, I think advising people on it because you, if you're doing some sort of program that is just completely against sure. whatever your goals are. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, hey, maybe you should look into something like this. But so you guys have this group. You have a training program together. You're running a challenge right now. Tell me about this challenge because I think there's a lot of fitness challenges out there. So what makes yours like different from the rest? I think the key to keeping people involved is engagement in the group. What I think when me and Caitlin created the challenge, and we've done one in the past too, we don't necessarily want just the the end result to be a monetary prize. So keeping them engaged in the group and, you know, associating with other women that have like-minded goals or issues or obstacles, it lets them know that they're not alone and that they're not the only ones struggling to do something with their health and fitness. And even if they're just crushing it, you know, it's still nice to have that support in the community and accountability and some women don't have the support system at home. Their families aren't engaged with it. They're, even their spouses may even be opposed to it. Their friends, family, coworkers. A lot of women don't have people on board with their, you know, with their goals. And so it's nice to have a spot and know that the people that created the group do actually care and want to see you succeed. So we want to make sure that we're not just throwing people to the wolves and expecting them to be able to fight the battle, you know, alone and be successful. Right. Engagement in the group helps keep them accountable. Yeah. (laughs) That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) We do every other week, mini challenges. They're not even these challenges where they're competing against other people. They're just, yeah 
kind of competing against themselves, whether it's getting in more vegetables or getting in enough water or trying something new, getting out of your comfort zone, um, just different things like that, just to spice things up and, and let them know, you know, even if maybe if life has them down or, or things have become monotonous, okay, well, I've got this to do. I can work on this this week, or maybe my training is really low this week. And okay, well, I can really concentrate on getting in more vegetables this week. So I've seen a lot of challenges where that are like, you know, it's, it's based on generally aesthetics. And yeah. after a few weeks, because it's really hard, I think it's really hard to be consistent. I think the hard, obviously the hardest thing in health and fitness is to have that consistency because that is what... Yeah gets you to where you want to go. Um, Usually after a few weeks, people start to be like, this is too hard. I can't do this. I'll never win anyways. And then jump ship. So is that how you you feel like you keep people from doing that with like your little mini challenges? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Like we can't hear your head rattle when you nod. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What? You can't hear that? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely think that just keeping them involved just really helps the momentum because time after time, every challenge I've ever been in, because I've been in a lot of challenges, halfway point, people are done. They're out. And then they don't even submit their final, their final progress. They're just done. I think there's a level of shame, a level of shame in that, you know, where you're kind of like, I wasn't able to push through or keep going or I'm not as perfect as I was in week one. So why bother? And right. Then, and I think letting them know just because you maybe ate like crap that week, letting them know that that's okay. Just start back up next week. It's all right. Just keep going. Just try to work on consistency. Don't let those things take you down to a level where you're doing nothing. Right. So you guys have, you have your group, which you have, you've created this community, you have your challenges, you've got your programming. So like, where did this like desire for, I mean, this is women empowerment, but that's what it is. Um, so like, where, <laughs> just, so you know, <laughs> so where did this desire to empower other women and, you know, actively, actively do that day by day? Because when you do something like this, you can't just like set it up and walk away from it. So like, where did that come from? Well, I think that for me, being in the other female groups that I was in and seeing just the bullshit and the denial that I was, that these women were, were touting Mm -hmm. and other women basically enabling that, that mentality, being in those groups and then being in a group where there was men in it too. And they were creepers and you know just trolls and it wasn't just me that thought that we needed this group like shy and I both talked about we need a group where where we can kind of control the dialogue yeah and women feel safe to express themselves yeah so that's kind of how the brainstorming began for me at least I think a big turnoff was uh the people like we were saying earlier, what keeps people going is the people who would create these groups, they would create it and then they would never be present. And it kind of just left people to their own devices because when you, there is a level of admiration and respect for someone 
who creates a group like that. And mm-hmm. if people respect and admire you, they're going to join your group and they're going to expect engagement from you and feedback. And they want, they want to be noticed by you and be told good job when they need it. And maybe they respect you enough that when they aren't, you know, pushing themselves forward, maybe that, that word of encouragement or that reality check from you is what keeps them going. And I felt like in the other groups, that person was never there. And so you had the blind leading the blind a lot. And it was just like, (laughs) it was a cringe test. I was like, (laughs) and then you try to, you try to speak up and then you're just, you're, you're you're lynched. Shadowed. Yeah, I know. God forbid you'd be like, that's insane. And that shouldn't happen. I one million percent feel you on that. I, you know, I've been in groups where it was almost as though like the person who was in charge or whatever, you know, if they commented or replied to you, it was like, (gasps) (laughs) like you should be like, feel so special. And I don't, in my group, I'm in there, you know, one million percent all day, every day. And it's just like, not I'm not, you know, if I, if I comment on your thing, which I pretty much do for everyone, you know, it's, it's because that's my group. That's my baby. And I'm in yeah. there. I'm not like feel special. I'm omnipotent and amazing. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a real, sometimes I feel like I'm, sometimes I feel like I'm annoying, like, like annoying people by commenting on their posts. Yeah. Like, Oh, here's Caitlin again, commenting. Yep. But I I feel the same way. Like it's, it's, it's our baby and we want that engagement in the group because every once in a while you'll get a post that's just like, somebody really does need help. And I might not have the answer and Shai might not have the answer, but Hey, this person might have gone through the exact same thing and really be able to help that other person. So I mean, in my group, I feel like I'm like, these are my best friends, you know, like I feel I get my support there too. Like, do you guys feel that way? Like, that's kind of like your, your support system as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had posted like a non-fitness related thing in there like a month or two ago. And I feel like I got a lot of support for it. So it's an amazing thing when that happens. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that was the dynamic that we wanted to build you know, to create. I mean, I definitely commend you guys for, for having it be a fitness group. I mean, I don't allow that much talk of fitness and nutrition in mine because I just know it's so evangelical. Like, (laughs) well, there's, everybody has an opinion, right? So many different opinions, whether it's intermittent fasting or keto or just all these different ideals on how you're supposed to do things. You know, and so, I don't know. We try to just give people the facts. Yeah. I can definitely get a little hairy, I think, if you if you aren't on top of it. Oh, yeah. I'm super glad you guys are. <laughs> so, wow, we have cruised through our time. <laughs> Would you guys... You can do this separately. Obviously, there's two of you. We like to end on a quote. So, is there a quote that you've been feeling or that you like live by or something that you would like to share with us? Shy, you go first. <laughs> my, I, one of my favorites, this goes for everything, not just fitness, but it's a, don't be upset at the results you didn't get for the work you didn't put in. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Ouch. <laughs> I would have to say I have two 
And the first one is easy doesn't get results. And the second one is embrace the suck. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And mostly I say that because people think that things suck until they really suck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that in business. (laughs) not just fitness that's for sure so where can everyone find you find your group find your programs find your you know uh social where can we find you uh we have the facebook group the females of fortitude it's an all women's group so it's a safe spot and like we've discussed we monitor it pretty heavily so anywhere else yeah we also have our facebook page females of fortitude and you can also find us on instagram at females of fortitude and our email is females of fortitude at gmail.com awesome so if you guys have any questions you want a, a fitness community to join where you will not be judged and it's safe then check them out thank you guys so much i do one thing. we do have a we wrote an ebook trainer it's an eight-week trainer and we do have that for sale it's it's only forty dollars. It's not an astronomical one hundred dollars. And so. it was designed to get you in and out of the gym in about an hour, not three to four. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we have that, that available as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, definitely check it out, you guys. Females of Fortitude. Thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you thank very you. much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rebel Babe Cave. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and we'd love it if you left a review. See you next week.